is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. everyone and welcome to Cosmos and the City. I hope you guys had a fabulous three-day weekend. My name is Megan McKeever and I'll be your host slash drinking buddy for the day. Now, as you may or may not know, we'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City and each week I'll have a new guest to join me. This week, our guest is one of my very good friends, Tiffany Cox, and we're watching episode six entitled Secret Sex. If you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. If you have any thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. We would definitely love to hear from you. So this show is brought to you by Boardwalk Audio, and they've got a lot of other awesome podcasts. So head over to boardwalkaudio.com to check them out. And if you like our show and want to support it, the best way to do so is by buying stuff, just like lots and lots of stuff. How, you ask? Well, you just go to boardwalkaudio.com slash cosmos, click the support our artist button, and then you can buy stuff on Amazon like you normally would. Like you can buy toothbrushes and paper shredders and shoes and DVDs and whatever you want to buy. It's great. Um, so yeah, hope you guys enjoy the show. Cheers. Well, hello. Hello. Welcome. Cheers. Chin, chin. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Cosmos and the City. My guest for today is Tiffany Cox. Hello, Hi. Tiffany. Thanks for having me. This is pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So our episode today, uh, we're talking about episode six of Sex and the City, Secret Sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Tiffany, uh, before we get into it, uh, tell me about yourself. So I am an actress. I moved out to Los Angeles about two years ago from Chicago, Chi-Town represent. Mm-hmm. A uh, couple things I got going on for myself. You can always check me out on my website, www.tiffanyyvonnecox.com. That is two Ys within there. <laughs> <laughs> and as of right now, as y'all head to go see Black Panther in the movies, you'll probably see my commercial happening right before it, of Vitamin Water with Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Nice. If you uh, want to go into your net. Netflix uh, queue, you can see me in Win It All, uh, Joe Swanberg's piece with Jake Johnson. Uh, you can also see me on episode 408 of How to Get Away with Murder. And I have some other fun things coming up in the future with Love on Netflix. We'll nice. guest our spot and commercials running throughout. So just look for my face. Check my stuff on my website. I stay updated there. You're busy. <laughs> I try to, you know. These bills don't pay itself, nor my fabulousness. You know, I just saw Aaron Paul. Did you really wear? At the Magic Castle. No. When did you go? (laughs) Um, A couple of weeks ago. Good deal. He was there um, with his wife. Wife, yes. Yeah, she's lovely. She was. Mm -hmm. Very lovely. Um, Yeah. So that, that is pretty fun. cool. The Magic Castle, it's a magical place. You know? <laughs> it is. Pun intended. I've only been there one time. <laughs> Same here. And it's pretty, like, if you can, if anybody has a chance to. <laughs> we'll plug the Magic right? Castle right now. <laughs> like, 
find Castle's a magician great. friend and get in there. Yeah, because it's fantastic, super fun, and you like. I feel like you will always see some kind of celebrity there. Maybe I didn't see anybody when I went, or maybe I didn't even recognize. It. There might have been True. someone and I didn't realize it. Yeah, so. they, they like hang out in the shadows, right? I think my favorite part was getting dressed up because I'm like, give me a reason to look cute, and I am there. Yes. So you got to look nice, and they they're a little strict with it. You know, like you got to have oh, the yeah. skirt to a certain length, not too provocative or promiscuous with the look and such. And men have to have a suit. Mm-hmm. And tie. And tie, yeah. Or it's just a jacket, right? It needs to have a jacket and tie. Yeah, jacket, tie, three-piece suit. Well, speaking of fashion, right? <laughs> that brings us into Sex in the City. So this episode, Secret mm-hmm. Sex, lots of things happened. So the, sh- the episode, let's talk about it. It starts off with a photo shoot. Yes, it does. For Carrie. Which I feel like I need one for my life. I can't wait till I'm that point in my career. Well, I feel like you are. I mean, if she can have a photo shoot for a column in a newspaper. You know, this is true. And I was just reading about PR. It's what you want to make it and what are your goals. So I think after watching that episode, thank you for helping me with my goals for PR to get myself onto the side of a bus in a naked dress. Maybe not a naked dress. I'm a little bit more conservative than that. So Yeah. <laughs> Although she looked good, though. She did. She looked real good. Look good in that dress. I think everybody has like that one dress. Like, I have this red dress. Please don't mess with me on that day. Like my husband, Jacob, he has to hold me tight because, you know, the men's come a flocking. Do you have one of those dresses? I don't know. I always wear just like black when I go out. <laughs> We're going to get you that dress, okay? <laughs> I mean, I have like black dresses. I just like to wear black so when I like start spilling stuff all over myself, it doesn't show up. Okay. Ooh, that Cosmo was good. Well, thank you. Yeah, I just had a little sip of it while she was talking. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so yeah, I definitely think you're at a place in your career where you can have a photo shoot and like get written up about. Next time I'm on here, I'll talk about my photo shoot <laughs> yeah. that ends up on the side of the bus in LA. Ain't nobody looking at the buses in LA. Well, maybe some people are. Oh, well, not until it's about to hit you. Do you notice? <laughs> as bus, she said, yes. as Samantha says in this episode. So yeah, photo shoot. And then. It's time for Carrie's first date with Big. Mm-hmm. And all the girls gather at her apartment. Right? I was like, so who's going to lock the door when they leave? Because she sure did leave. Like, she had a sip of champagne and left. <laughs> yeah, she left them all just like in her apartment. Right, eating them big ass cookies. <laughs> Those were some big cookies. Those are big cookies. And little women. (laughs) I was like, that's a damn lie. That's right. But I did realize in the moment, I don't know how to say the name of that champagne bottle, Uh, like the Vuv Clique or whatever. Oh, I have no idea. But I mean, that's that's some nice champagne. You know, that bottle's going to be like 30, 40 bucks or so. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm finally at an age (laughs) rewatching this that I even recognize what the champagne bottle is, which made me feel like, oh, okay, I'm finally on you guys' level. (laughs) When I was like, I don't know, 20 watching it. It's like, wait, that's not Andre. Like, what is that? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, it was just weird because... It reminded me of Legally Blonde when, like, Mm. all the girls in the sorority, like, gather to see Elle off on her date to go get engaged, you know? And I just, like, I just thought it was a little silly, like, all right, girls, we're going to get Carrie ready for her first big date. I know, and she was wearing the same dress that was on the bus, so she didn't have to do too much. No. I don't know, but I also, I enjoy girl time. So I did kind of like the fact, like, 
the girls just gather. And it reminds me of like that kind of city five. I mean, obviously New York City, but also Chicago, where you're getting on the bus or the train or wherever, and you happen to run into people or you happen to be in one neighborhood and you're like, oh, I'm going to go knock on your door because I have like an hour in between and you need to be the next place versus LA. You're in your car. So you're just roaming about. So the chances of that happening more often was pretty cool of just seeing them hanging out at the place, being girls. Right. You know, magic of TV. Yeah, that didn't make any sense that, like, she had a sip and then she was out and who's locking the door? Because it's New York. So. Well, maybe one of them had a key. I guess. I'm sure they did. Okay. We'll go with that answer. (laughs) Yeah, so then uh, it's date time and she walks over to Big standing by his car Mm -hmm. and he says, Interesting. Interesting dress. And that was the first time I knew I didn't like him. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. Are you a big fan? Uh, I mean, we'll talk about it later in the... Well, we can go ahead and do it. Good big, bad big, right? It's like in this episode, I think he's a bad big. He's a bad big. I mean, that's not a nice... I don't think that was a nice thing to say. Interesting dress. Like, what about... Oh, you look beautiful tonight. Right? (laughs) Because he sure does hop on it two seconds later Yeah, in the car or whatever they're in. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that comment. Just say you're beautiful. And and the way she responded, I was like, girl, you better stand up for yourself. I don't think, I'm not sure if Carrie today would respond in the same way as Carrie from back then. No, not at all. And I think you see that, like, as the show progresses... You know, I think you finally start seeing Carrie, like, standing up for herself. And Carrie season six wouldn't, is, does not act like Carrie season one. This is true. Yeah. But, like, what is it in that moment or with him that grabs her? I, do you, I mean, did you feel it or see it that? I don't know. I think maybe it was just, like, a buildup, you know, and she was probably, like, put off by that comment. But it's like, well, too late now. Here I am. We're going to do this. This is true. And she, I think she just kind of brushed it off like, let's just see what else happens. Yeah. Big's lucky he had her and not me. I've been like, what the? Can we cuss on here? Yo, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, just make it. <laughs> yes, we can cuss on here. <laughs> well, I would have been like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? Don't, don't say that to me. Yeah. But then if she had, they probably wouldn't have uh, had sex. Two minutes later. This is true. This is true. And, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I just wonder, like, how did that conversation go? Like, they immediately jump on each other. Yeah. And then the next scene is, like, them, like, waking up at his apartment. Mm-hmm. Or, or like, not waking up, but just, like, oh, they just got done. And I'm like, was he, like, driver, turn it around. Go back to the apartment. You know what I mean? Like, how did that happen? Well, the fact that he has a driver, that man is, I mean, the driver's at his women call. So I bet you was just like that driver, we're going to go to my place first or something like yeah. that, you know? I was more so thinking about when they were laying there and his arm got tired. I was like, if you're going to have the, and this is me just hating on big because I am not team big. Uh, I was like, if you want to be a man, you can keep your arm there. Your arm's not tired. Yeah. I, I think it was kind of alluding to him just being old. Oh. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Like him just being like, on, they're on the floor, a hard wooden floor. And he's just like, oh, you know. This is true. That's what I think. But I mean, you're right too. It's like, come on, like deal with it. Mm -hmm. Buck up, man. But no, I get you. That makes sense then. 
Yeah, if he's an older guy, it's a little bit harder for him, and his back hurts on the hardwood <laughs> floor. How they get down there, but whatever. Because so. I'm assuming I feel like he's supposed to be like forty. Yeah, forty, forty-one in season one. I mean, it's also like we're we've grown up now a little bit, you know. So I'm like, forty is not that old. No. Where you? Okay, okay. But it's. I feel like it is different. It's going to be different than your early thirties. Definitely, definitely different than your early thirties. Definitely different than them twenty year olds. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't be on the floor. They'd be like, (laughs) they'd still be going. A table. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like in the air somewhere. Yeah. Um, In the air. (laughs) It's so long ago. I don't remember. (laughs) So let's talk about that that naked dress, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We skipped over that comment that Miranda makes. Tits on toast. Oh. <laughs> Tits on toast, baby, but you make it work. I think you say it better. I like that. <laughs> I just like, I don't, that's just a funny image to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so she's toast. She just tits on toast. I don't know. I mean, okay. Let's, let's, let's break it down a little bit. So it's usually on toast. Peanut butter, jelly, cheese. Butter. Butter. All those things are delicious. And what do men love? Tits. Tits. Yeah. So, I mean, he knows he's going to have a date. And <laughs> this just like, he gets to see the whole shebang, I guess. Yeah. That's the, a good way of breaking it down. The quality of it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I'm going to start using that. Tits on toast. Tits on toast. You know, that's how I'll identify when walking down the street. You see that girl? Tits on toast. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then she, but she, she, I don't know if she really does feel comfortable in that naked dress because mm. she keeps bringing it up. Like, are you sure yes. it's not too naked? Like, you can tell that she doesn't feel 100% comfortable in it. Completely, completely. Because even when they go to the restaurant, so after they wake up, or I keep saying wake up, but even after they have sex on the floor, they go to the Chinese restaurant. Yep. And she meets her friend, Mike Singer. And even to him, she's like, not. My dress is not too naked. And it's just like... Yeah, if you have to comment on it, that means that you're uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Or not comfortable enough with just what it is, you know? She's just not owning it. Mm. You know? Do you have a dress like that? that well, no, you said you were all black. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm thinking about one dress in my closet. And I actually had to, like, specifically tell myself to stop doing this, like, warning people of what the dress was because I thought it was gorgeous. I think my body is banging. And it's a dress where there's like um, mesh down the center. So you can see the curvature of the tits on toast, you Mm -hmm. know. And so I would like let people know, oh, I'm where this dress is a little revealing, like every time and then show up and be like, I'm with the dress. That's a little revealing as if to protect myself somehow or something versus just like you said, just owning it. I think for me, it's not dresses, it's shoes. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. Like, sometimes I feel like like I have, like, a really sexy pair of shoes, but I don't. <laughs> but I feel, like, weird when I wear them out, even though I live in L.A., when it shouldn't matter, like, at all. Like, yeah. you should be able to wear whatever you want in L.A. Um, but I guess I'm from, like, a smaller town, North Carolina. So I'm like, well, these shoes wouldn't work there. So when I wear them, I do feel a little, like... Like, maybe these are just too much. Oh, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. When you feel like you're just standing out a, 
little bit. So you overcompensate by commenting yourself on it before somebody else gets a chance yeah. to do it first. Like, yeah, I know these are a little too high or they're too sexy or like <laughs> whatever. It's silly, but it's like, uh, yeah, it's not dresses, it's shoes for me. That's interesting. Kind of, and you know what I will say that LA has brought out of me is like just wearing whatever the fuck I mm-hmm. want when I want to because you see so many people doing it. Yeah. Like I was uh, just traveling with my husband Jacob and we went to this area um, and Queenstown, New Zealand is just like adventure act- activity of the world. And so we were like, we're going to go out that night. I'm like, perfect. So I don't see anybody else wearing heels though. Nobody else is wearing dresses. And I wore one of my like, fuck me dresses. <laughs> Definitely. And and I had a little moment and Jacob was like, Tiffany, you get to be whoever you want and wear whatever you want. And I was like, oh, husband, good job. Yes. <laughs> and reminding myself like, who cares? It's about me owning it versus asking for permission to own this or whatever. Right. And I, I definitely think that through the seasons, Carrie gets there. Gets there. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And, and we see her fashion change yes. over time, thank God. <laughs> yeah. The 90s are uh, not a forgiving decade, uh, even though they're kind of back now. Right, right. But well, look at Bruno Mars and his his video was hot, though. Yes. I still need to watch the, did you watch the Grammys? No. Okay, I need to get up on that. But apparently that, his whole little <laughs> homage to the 90s was pretty freaking awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do like Bruno. Yeah. So let's talk about Mike Singer. So this happens a lot um, in the first season. Carrie just has these like friends that we only see in one episode and then we never see them again. <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And Mike Singer apparently is just this friend that she's known forever and for this episode, they seem like really good friends. They were lying <laughs> together in a bed in Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. For a while. For a while. Just like chatting about relationships. I mean, he came to the bus viewing party. And I'm just like, how can we never see this guy again? I know. And I actually like him enough to see him again. Yeah. Like he gave a really nice male, honest, succinct male perspective on like why she was possibly at that restaurant, at least why he was there at that Chinese restaurant. Uh, Or talking about the type of woman he did not see himself with, and then lo and behold, she left his tail. You know? Libby. Yeah. I really like Libby. I liked her too. (laughs) Except for the moment, the the very first moment where he didn't introduce her, and, and she was like, and well, Carrie introduces herself, and Libby's like, oh, he said so much. And then, like, he, like, kind of shushes her. And I was like, Libby, don't you let that man shush you like that. Right. You know? But funny enough, then later on, they said the reason for the breakup was intimacy problems. But that's what he said, right? I think they broke up because she wasn't comfortable with him not being, like, open with their relationship. Ah, got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. Great. Good. Great, great. So then it did connect because I was like, "What in the?" No, I think the intimacy was good, mm-hmm. but it's just the publicness. Gotcha. Of it. not being out in the public. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't think publicness is a word, but <laughs> that's all right. We'll use it. <laughs> We're gonna own every single word that we say, just like <laughs> yeah. she owned. Well, she didn't really own that dress. We're gonna do the opposite. We're gonna own the words that we're making up right now. Yes. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I liked Libby. Um, yeah. I like that little scene with the cheese. It was just, it was just precious. Yeah, it was cute. Though at the same time, like at the end though, like she was putting her fingers in her mouth and I'm like, I hope you're going to wash your hands before you 
start giving more cheese to other customers. Well, I don't even think she got to that point. She was like, I need a break. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, we never see Mike again. Um, Which is too bad. Yeah, I liked him. But but it just happens a lot. You know, we just meet um, these friends of mm-hmm. Carrie's and then we never see them again. And I think it's just because they're just friends. Like yeah. she doesn't date them or anything. They just have no yeah, like yeah. real story. And they're not one of the other girls. We're not watching their development as well. Otherwise, that would be a lot of people. And it's New York. You got a lot of random friends in different corners. Right. The only like friend that sticks around for more than one episode besides Stanford, um, which is her gay friend, is uh, Skipper. So Skipper. That's true. Yeah. Skipper is her friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dates Miranda. But see, he's still dating one of the girls. Yeah. So. This is true. You know what? It's kind of like in L.A., you meet like that one person and you have like an amazing night or day with them. Maybe you hang out one more time and then you never see them again. Yep. They're just reflecting real life. <laughs> but yeah, there's just a lot of people. Yeah. In the world. There and, are. And sometimes people are just meant to be in your life for a short amount of time. Yeah. And then give their purpose and then, then go leave. on. Um be a little nerdy. I like the whole fact that the writers like the Bed Bath and Beyond scene, you know, or, or or the the theme of it, I should say, because they were in Bed Bath and Beyond. Yes. Then we see it on the bus later, and I'm like, that's not a mistake, guys. No, it's definitely a sponsor of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go past the sponsorship portion, and I just like the like bedroom and beyond. Like that's what oh, I was okay. thinking about. I was like, you know, yeah, you're in the bed and. Beyond those closed doors, what happens? <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, that, that makes more sense, too. But I will say that there is another... Um, I feel like Bed, Bath & Beyond comes up in other episodes. Mm-hmm. One in particular is, like, in season five with Burger. Uh, they, there's, like, a, oh. there's like a, um, a shower curtain shopping mm-hmm. scene or whatever. And they're just like, you know, first date, you know, first week of dating, going to Bed, Bath, and Beyond. And yeah, so, okay, that. Bed, Bath, and Beyond. I got some money up in there. <laughs> but okay. I know, but no, 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 but I like, <laughs> I like what you said better, too. Like, it does tie in. Yeah. Like, the bedroom and beyond. Shout out to Bed, Bath, and Beyond if you would like to sponsor this podcast. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for your 20% coupons. I appreciate it. Yes. Those always come in handy. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the other girls. So what's going on with Miranda? So Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. She's one of my, No, she's just one of my favorites in the sense of like, she's just like, she's so cool. Like, I feel like she's the most, she's just very honest. Yes. Like a gritty honesty to her. She's not trying to be nobody else. She dresses like a man and doesn't give a fuck. Yes. (laughs) She does. And even that, I mean, this is skipping way ahead, but that moment at the end where she decides for herself what she's going to do about this banking thing, she's going to mention it versus keeping it a secret question in her mind. Now, unfortunately, it ended that possibility of a relationship. Yeah. Well, let's fill in uh, the audience. So, So it's like she meets this guy... At a gym, of course, and she kicks him in the face by accident, which he seems turned on by, which we kind of find out later why. Mm -hmm. Uh, They go on a first date, and then he leaves to go to work. Yeah. Like, it's the morning after he leaves. Wasn't he going on a trip? 
as well. Like I think it was like a quick like yeah business trip. Mm-hmm. Like fly out in the morning, come, come back, back later that night. But he leaves her in his apartment, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What What did you expect to happen, sir? Yeah, sir. Come on. <laughs> so of course she ransacks it, and then finds this like fetish spanking VHS. Yeah, <laughs> videotape. <laughs> Taking it back. Taking it back. Yeah, and then of course she goes and shows it to Carrie. Would you ransack a guy's place though? If they left you alone. Place. I don't think I would ransack it. Okay. I think I might just like take a stroll around the room, but I don't know that I would actually venture into like opening drawers and digging through stuff like she did. I just always feel like there's a camera somewhere. Totally. Especially today. Right, right. I think even back then, even though technology was not there (laughs) in my brain for some reason, I was like... And maybe it's just a little good Catholic girl. I'm like, somebody's watching God and beyond. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Watching me in these moments. And I'm a little OCD. So I don't want to open something up and like see mold or dirt or a bug. Like I just need to live in the bliss of good sex from being in some guy's home. Yeah. That looked like, I mean, dude was doing all right with an apartment like that in New York. Totally. Yeah. I don't know why she thought. She had to do that. Yeah. Why she felt the need, you know? Because I'm sure she wouldn't like somebody to do that to her place. Totally. Oh, she would flip. Yeah. Yeah, she would flip if somebody did that to her. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was one little strike against Miranda. Yeah. Like, don't ransack guys' apartments. Yeah, you don't have to do that because you don't want it done to you. Right. So, that's why at the end, when she does casually bring up the spanking thing, and then he knows. Yeah. That she found the video and it says that he never called her again or they never went out on a date again. And I'm thinking like, well, I don't necessarily know that that's because of the spanking thing. How about he just doesn't want to date a woman that ransacked his apartment? Good. No, that is the truth. (laughs) Right. That's really what I mean. Yeah, it's embarrassing enough. The spanking video. But definitely, definitely. That's that's a breach of trust. Like immediately. Yeah. Like, in the show, they make it seem like, oh, you know, he just never called her again because he's so embarrassed about spanking. But I'm like, nah, it's because she's a crazy bitch. It's like. (laughs) He's like, I am not dealing with that for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. That's why I think he didn't call her. I think that's good. And left her. She said, like, like, he didn't even take her home. I'm like, did you walk, girl? Ooh. (laughs) In the night? In the 90s in New York? Okay. She could take a cab. Yeah, she she's could. a lawyer. That's true. She'll be fine. Yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> and especially in that blue collar shirt she had on. Yes, oh. yeah, yeah. That's just something that comes up a lot in the first couple seasons. Yeah, her her attire is very menswear heavy. Very much so. And um, I I like it, but I do like the fact that. She gets a little more like feminine yeah. wear. And- well, and what I think what I liked was that although she's wearing very masculine clothing, she's still found to be attractive mm-hmm. to men. Yeah, and and by attractive men, it's not like a fetish or sort of thing. It's just a man that sees a woman that sees the beauty within her of being the strong woman that she is. So I really do like that. But I am glad that her clothing got better. Yeah, throughout time. <laughs> yeah, because because yeah, they they put Carrie and Samantha and Charlotte in all these like gorgeous outfits, and then it's like 
zip to Miranda, it's like, right. what? Why is right. she wearing a tie? Everybody else is in, like, formal gowns. Exactly. <laughs> Even the hair, too. The hair definitely got some lift yes. throughout time because she has that beautiful color. And I was like, y'all are not using it to its advantage. It definitely got better. You know, she's really not a redhead. I know. Isn't that crazy? When you see, you would miss her on the street. Yeah. I probably passed her on the street and didn't realize it. <laughs> she was probably at the Magic Castle and I didn't even know. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Cynthia Nixon, do you go to the Magic Castle? <laughs> Please let us know. Yes, we'd like to meet you there. So we talked about Miranda. Um, Charlotte. So, so really the only real part of this episode that Charlotte's in is we hear this story about her and a rabbi, but he's not really a rabbi. He's a Hasidic Jew yeah. who's an artist. Now, also, before that, she also was the one that noted you have to go on five dates before oh, right, you right. sleep with someone oh, to make that. sure that it's a real thing with you guys. Mm-hmm. And Carrie was like, what about three dates? She was like, you upped your number. And Char was like, no, no, you got to do five. So hold off. Right. You can't have sex until at least the fifth date. Yeah. According to Charlotte. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about that myself in life. I, I, mm-hmm, I've had some fun in my day. <laughs> well, you're a married woman now. I'm a married woman now. And actually with my husband, we waited a couple of months. We the we actually decided to do that. But I mean, even with my other relationships, like I didn't necessarily wait. Some people were the first date, some were not. So I don't think that that note I don't is think true. It, yeah, it doesn't really correlate. Yeah. I agree. Maybe in New York City. <laughs> maybe. 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 When everything's faster and <laughs> everyone lives closer together and more people. You can you can get to a lot of people in one night. You can't really do that. <laughs> In L.A. No, you can't get to that many in L.A. No. No, maybe like one a week. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. But some of the guys that I've met in New York, like, we're still the best of friends even after one and done and, like, years, years later. So nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I don't know, New York's a magical place. Anything can happen. I do love New York. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah. I I lived there for about two years. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Wait, was that like after school? It was a couple years after school. Mm-hmm. It was um, around 2010, about 2010 to 2012. Okay. Wait, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Charlotte. Oh, yeah, Charlotte. Uh, yeah, do you want to talk about it? Um, yeah, so Charlotte and, and, and um, so Charlotte, you know, works within her art firm and went to go check out an artist who was a Hasidic Jew. And the way they set that brother up, I was like, why that beard actually look nice? <laughs> you know, something about the way he was curling them little curls was a little seductive. You know what, what it was? Actually, it was a cigarette. Him having oh, a cigarette, yes. which I hate. Smoking, bad for you. And he threw it on the floor of, of his of his own studio. I was like, this place is gonna light up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he was he was definitely doing the seducing. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was. I was like, how many other women have walked down those stairs? <laughs> you know, and he just knows what's about to go down. I just really love Charlotte's seductive voice. If you if you watch Oh, that's a good yeah, note. I if, like that. If you watch a lot of the show, which if you're listening, you probably do, she just gets this like, like her voice just gets deeper and she's like, hello. She's a different person. Totally different person. She literally has like a seductive Charlotte voice yeah. that she does. Yeah. 
Very funny. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I know what's about to go down. She's got Here that voice she on. comes. <laughs> uh, but it seemed like that they actually dated, like, for a little while. I don't Wait, think it did, was a one-time thing. Well, because oh, well, she did say that was the secret sex. Yeah. But was that dating? Was that considered dating? No, I think she told um, Carrie and Samantha that, like, you know, we would talk about art and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, and Carrie was like, well, why did you never introduce him to any of us? And she's like, oh, well, I can never really date him. Like, I think. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I think they did. saw each other more than once. Yeah. And, and she did say as well, she was like her being the perfect Presbyterian. And uh, they knew that it, they were, it wasn't going to go anywhere. Right. So just with different lives. <sighs> Have you ever dated anyone that you knew wasn't going to go anywhere? Hell yeah. <laughs> I've dated some hood ass men that I knew I couldn't take <laughs> home to my mama. And they were, or like, I don't know, From there were two guys, beautiful, great personalities, but they smoked. Mm. And I just don't like the taste of it. So I knew that was only going to last for so long, but it was, a, it was a joy ride. Or another guy who just had the biggest heart, biggest, biggest heart, but his lifestyle was not one where I felt like it was going to progress to anything else. I felt like I was doing a lot of teaching and not a lot of just like living and exploring with each other. Teaching, you mean training? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> training, changing, <laughs> conforming. Yes. I was like, yeah, let me quit trying to like mold you into the perfect David or something, you know, <laughs> let's, let's not do that. Um, and another brother as well, who um, some of the best sex of my life, but I was just like, this is not going anywhere. And we both knew that. So we just kept on kicking it, having fun in the bedroom. And that was it. Nice. Yeah. But was it secret? I mean, like, did your friends know about it? Mm. (laughs) My friends knew about that last one I just mentioned. The one that I was trying to make into the David, they did not. Except for my roommates, because they saw them come and they're like, right. are you sure about this? Yeah, it's hard to keep secrets with roommates. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> they knew. And you know, actually, my parents always know, like, every single person I'm dating, because I'm just like, in case y'all try to, like, flip out and do something crazy, they know where to find you. Mm-hmm. So they always know each person. They might not know the details, though, of what's going down. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's probably yeah, for yeah, the best. Probably <laughs> for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, I think I think that was like my extent of secret sex, I guess. Secret dating, whatever. Yeah. Cool. I want to hear yours. <laughs> no, I me. <laughs> Little old me. Uh no. I, I mainly just have one, but I am not gonna go into detail. Too um, afraid that they watch Sex in the City and will find this podcast. No, I'm not afraid of that at all. I, I have no contact with this person. I don't even know where they are in the world. Uh, it was just a random. Uh, he was an older man. Um, I was on tour. Ooh, girl. <laughs> I was on a theater tour, and you know, you know, and I we were just in a town for a couple of weeks, and he was like a local. <laughs> You know, what are you going to do? What, what are you going to do? Hey. What are you going to do? You know, I think we both knew, like, oh, you're just here for a couple of weeks? You know. Yeah. But no, I didn't tell anyone about it. <laughs> no. No, no. Do you think anybody knew about it? That, uh, like, my friends and stuff? Yeah, like those on tour with you. Oh, on tour with me? 
Uh, well, well, I, only, I was only on tour with one other person. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. he knew. Gotcha. Uh, again, roommate, because, like, we had to stay in the same hotel together. Not the same room. You guys, like, had your own space? No. No, the tours that I did, it was a two-person theater tour. We had to stay in the same hotel. <laughs> Wait, hotel, hotel room? Or yeah, hotel just- room. Sorry. Are you kidding me? No, no. Oh, which it, which is why it was fun because this local I would just go to their apartment. So when right? you didn't come home, <laughs> of course your roommate with the same hotel room yeah. knew. Okay, like, like got you know it. we got a show tomorrow morning. You're gonna, I'll make it. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll be there. Don't worry, I'm a professional. He's like, uh, do you want me to like save some toast from you from like the continental breakfast downstairs? Hey, he he also would stay out. Like he okay. had his own thing going on too. Hey. Yeah, what was that? Was a grinder? Was that a thing? Oh, was was that happening then? I've yeah. missed like all of these. Yeah, he was on grinder. So okay. like the, literally the first day we showed up in this town, he was like, "All right, well, I'll see you later. I'm going to go out on a date." I'm oh like, "Oh my god." I'm like, "What are you talking about? We just got here." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to go meet this person at a bar." I'm like, "Okay." Mm. So I was just like by myself and I went to the restaurant attached to the hotel. You know, and that is then. and that is where I met this guy. That's kind of fun, though. It was fun. Yeah, that's a really fun little stupid. <laughs> fun. Did you hope you found some more of those in each town? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. I think like it was like a three week fling. Okay, and uh, I think that's enough. That was enough. That <laughs> that's was enough. enough. Yeah, yeah, enough for me. Um, but yeah, that's my secret sex. Let's see, Samantha. Nothing really happened with Samantha. Not at all. She was supportive. She was just there for the lady to, what did she, no, she mentioned something. I just remember what she was wearing. She was wearing a black dress. Oh, when they were putting up the poster and talking about the marketing um, aspect of it. Mm -hmm. The best personal ad I've ever seen is what she says. Oh, because I think she, she was like, they were asking about her secret sex or Carrie was asking about her secret sex. And she mentioned all these people and she was like, well, those aren't secrets. And she was like, well, well, okay. <laughs> she doesn't have it. Nope. <laughs> Samantha does not have secret sex. Which, good on her for owning the beauty of her sexuality. Yes. And, that know, is Samantha. That is Samantha to the fullest. And that stays strong throughout all right? seasons and movies. <laughs> all of it. And her age, too. You know, like, she's like, I'm a badass chick. Like, don't even question it. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So we got to go back to Carrie because she does something at the end of the episode that I think would be a huge red flag to Big. So she's upset because she thinks that Big is keeping her a secret. She thinks that she is Big's secret sex, right? So he doesn't introduce her to these friends that they run into on the street. So then one night, she drunkenly shows up at his apartment. And this is after two dates. After only two dates. Yep. And she's drunk and she's like, you know, what is it? You know, and she just starts yelling at him and complaining. And I, I mean, if, if I was guy, I'd be like, okay, well, this is over. <laughs> well, what do you think? I think he thought the sex was really great and she's really hot. So he's <laughs> like, we're going to deal with this because I know that I'm going to have sex in a second with her. You yeah. know, which I was like. Once again, shady ass big. You wrong. Bad big. Yep. Definitely bad, bad big bad this episode. Big. Yeah, completely, completely. And I didn't even believe his excuses. Me neither. I was like, that, that's like a player move right there of 
justifying those bullshit answers to her questions about the three moments where it felt like secret sex, where it was secret sex, you know? And as well, why would you go to the same restaurant for your second date? I mean, he said he loved that restaurant, the best Chinese food in New York, but no. Yeah, no. And Chinese food, really? Really? <laughs> Twice? It was like the whole bill was probably like $12. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Right. Did we even see like a glass of wine or anything on that table when they were eating? That was probably a restaurant that didn't even sell alcohol. Oh, it was probably just like, you know, yeah. special $5.99. And we saw his apartment, little Mr. Minimalist. It's all very chic and the apartment looks nice. So you're going to take her to a Chinese restaurant, hiding her with, with what's his name? Her friend, Mike. Mike Singer and yeah. the cheese girl. And Libby. Exactly. <laughs> Big, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Yeah. And then her showing up. I mean, everybody's had that night. Poor thing. You know, just she was like, I'm just going to be honest because the, the truth serum was going. Um, but then we also got to hear some of Big's truth serum as well when it came to bad Big side of who he is. Yeah. But I don't really believe the... Uh you know, well, I just couldn't remember his name, so I didn't introduce you. I mean, when I don't remember people's names. That's the best time to introduce. <laughs> I just, exactly. I just say, and and this is Carrie. And then I just like make a gesture towards right, them. Right. And then they'll go, oh, hi, hi, I'm so-and-so. Exactly. That's the way you do it, big. Exactly. And uh, he works in corporate America. He knows this. He knows this. Instead of awkwardly, they all glance at her, you know? <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah. yeah. Or, or why didn't she just say something, you know? Because she sure did say something when it was Libby yeah. and Mike Singer. So I don't know why she didn't. Well, in, in that moment, I think that was also possibly a buildup of her feeling like mm, maybe. Uh, well, no, no, no. That wasn't a buildup just yet. I think that, that was the first moment of like, wait, am I secret sex? Yes. Yeah, that was the first sign where... Because I, I do like that shot, though, where they're just, like, arms around each other. Just yeah, like it's sweet. Walking down the street. Though she's walking really oddly. She, I've noticed the same thing. <laughs> she's, like, kicking out her legs. Yeah. I'm like, why are you walking like that? I was like, that's the fifth take, and she's over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, she, was, she was doing, like, the... I don't, like, almost like, I'm a little girl walk or something. Yeah. Like, kick forward, then step. Kick forward, then step. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It was, odd. it was odd. And I was wondering, what you, what are you wearing, Carrie? She's got, like, pinstriped black <laughs> pants, like, office pinstripe. But they're, like, not even ankle length, like, above ankle length. Shin length. Yeah. A weird length. She's wearing, like, red running shoes. shoes. A little scarf. A little scarf. A little jacket. But I, I like that coat, it. though. It's, like, a bright blue coat. Mm-hmm. And then you, you don't get a lot of repeat pieces of clothing on the show. Except for the first season. Uh, she's She has a bag that she's holding that we see in a couple of episodes. Mm. Yeah, and then the bag didn't go with the whole thing. No, it's like a bag that is very 90s. It's just like a yeah. clutch with like... Which I would use that clutch today, but not with that outfit. No. Not the red sneakers. No. And the shin length. I think yeah. it might be like she just doesn't feel like changing all of her stuff into different bags. 
Maybe that could be it. That <laughs> like, well, all it. my keys and wallets are already in this one. <laughs> well, so. I was like, that was like the one dressy piece of the whole outfit for a second date. That, I mean, think that I think that was the biggest part for me. I was like, it's a second date. I would be trying to impress the person with my look still. Yeah, uh, and it looked like she rolled over out of bed and decided to go out on a date. So I, and, and I know it was a movie, but I still just didn't get that. Why that outfit? Yeah, you go from naked dress to that. Yeah, it was a jump. Like it, it, and it was a jump. Like they had been on, like I don't know, ten dates. You know that kind right. of thing. No, just two. <laughs> but do you think she should have gone over there mm. and like called him out on that? Drunk? Since she was drunk. I mean, when you're drunk. Anything goes. <laughs> you know, like, so should she have gone over there? Hells no. Should drunk carry over there, go over there? I completely understand how she did that and came to that conclusion. Do you think that she went over there thinking that what happened, the outcome? Like, mm-hmm. the outcome is, like, they ended up just, he dragged her to bed and they yeah. had sex. Do you think she knew that was going to happen? I think she was hoping for a better conclusion than what she was expecting. You know, like you go over and you're ready to let all your vile out of why you're wrong and why you did me wrong and what's wrong with you. And you're, you are still, although you spit that all out, you're hoping that the, it's a good conclusion, I'm thinking. So I, so I don't think she expected it to go that way, but I'm sure she was thankful and happy. And that was enough of an excuse for her to still hang on to this thing that's grabbed yeah. her when it comes to big. He's you know? just like, he's just a master manipulator. You mm-hmm. know, he just knew exactly what to say to her to get her to shut up and then take her yeah. to bed. And yeah. I, that's, yeah, that's why this episode, he's just a bad big. And as well, why would you take somebody to bed who's that drunk? Like you saw her spilling on that liquor. <laughs> I was like, oh girl, you spilling a lot of yeah, vodka right that now. that was bad. That's one thing. When I'm drunk, I do not spill a drop. <laughs> can keep it in my cup. So I was like, Carrie, you got to learn something with that. But But to be fair, martini glasses are hard to keep liquid in. (laughs) Watch me work next time I'm drunk. (laughs) Just watch me work. All right. So pun of the episode. It's not really a pun, but I do like the tits on toast. I love tits on toast. (laughs) It's a good visual. Yeah. No. I like it. I'm taking that with me today. We're going to have a hard one with hottie of the week. Here are our choices. (laughs) Here are our choices. We have um, Big. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have Ted Baker, who likes okay. spankings, but also who doesn't like women who ransack his apartment. Exactly. And then we have Mike Singer, who's honest. Yeah. You know, my hottie of the week was Mike Singer, though. Nice. I'm also a sucker for, like, really good arms. And he had good oh, wait, arms. I'm forgetting. What? The Hasidic Jew. Oh, girl, you could have left him out. <laughs> I don't know. I can see it. I bet you the sex is really good with him because he was, I mean, he was working he it. He knew what to do. He knew what to do. Yeah, he's a grown man. I, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I, I mean, he was like a bigger guy. Like, you don't see mm-hmm. a lot of bigger guys on this show. Oh, this is true. So yeah, like, yeah. I kind of like, and then like he has a beard. and Yeah, beard gang. We go, it's Mike Singer, go ahead. Um, yeah, well, oh shit, now you messed me up, mm. bringing up that Hasidic I'm joke. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, all right. But the, if we're going with like the physical of how somebody looks, Mike Singer wins. Just because I like a guy with arms and he had really mm. nice arms. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to do something with that. <laughs> that Hasidic Jew, though. The way he was looking like is like he knows what to do in the bedroom. So if it was to go down with anybody, the Hasidic Jew. Well, I guess that's it. The hottie of the week is a Hasidic Jew. Do we even find out his name? I don't remember. Right? They just said the rabbi. That's the, all they said. Yeah, that's not. He's not even a rabbi. He's not even a rabbi. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, so who wore what? Why? I mean, I'm, to me, the thing that sticks out the most in this episode is the naked dress. Yeah, that's the, really the only And we one. kind of already talked about, like, her second day outfit. Exactly. Looking busted. <laughs> I mean, it was a good, like, home outfit, though, or, like, kicking it with my girl's outfit. Just not, like, going out outfit. And everybody else, Miranda was wearing the same thing almost the entire— Oh, wait a second. Oh. I have to say, actually, I liked the fur that was over— Karen yes. stress more. We we see that for a couple of times. Yeah, we do. We do. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. Somebody wore a fur like that to my wedding. And I was like, bitch, you better work. Like it was so <laughs> perfect. I I'm I don't feel like I got like I don't have the guts or like I don't know. I feel like I don't have the swag to do it. But some people they just throw that thing on and it looks amazing and, and it, it feels feels like a power move. What are your Views on like furs, so I don't like it. <laughs> I know, right? As I'm saying, oh, I love that fur. It better be some faux fur, bitch. You know, like don't be coming in with some animal stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm assuming that her fur, Carrie's fur, was probably real. Even in the first season, I don't, I don't know, because I know Samantha wears real fur. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So okay. I, I kind of assume, I don't know if like faux fur was like a big thing in the late 90s. I just assume faux fur would have always been there, but maybe not. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Maybe we can do some research <laughs> we'll and go, go, go. We'll find out yeah. if that fur was real or not. But yeah, I, I, I liked it whether or not it was, mm-hmm. I don't agree with real fur. I agree. Agree with real fur if we're eating the full animal and not in America where they're processed the mm. way they are, you know. Gotcha. So if it's if I'm outside of this country where they do it right and you're going to humanely raise or kill an animal and eat the entire animal and use that, you're using all the parts. I don't mind that, but like here where it's just killed to be used yeah. as to put on my body like that, nah, no, can't go with it. Yeah, I had a the second episode uh, with my friend Natasha. We talked about furs because Carrie, mm. I think, we, wears the same fur in that episode. And we also talked about vintage furs, mm-hmm. you know, because I have like a um, a vintage fur stole that was passed down to me. Oh, do you really? For, I do for my, my grandmother. But it's like I felt weird taking it because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, but it's real. But then as, I don't know, vintage fur just seems different to me mm-hmm. than for today. I hear that. You know, and I remember with times when I've been in theaters and they'll say, they'll ask you, okay, do you want a real fur or or faux fur? And the real fur is usually vintage fur because somebody donates it and such. And once I was like, that was the last time I was like, oh, let's do real. I put that thing on and like, I just started like shaking. Like something about it just didn't sit with me personally Were well. you allergic to it? No, just like my spirit was not about it. Like okay. just just feeling 
I don't know, bad for the animal or bad for not knowing like how this fur came. It's more so like not knowing where it came about or how it came mm-hmm. about and feeling like it was just like a mass production sort of situation. Yeah. So so that's what shook it, it's me. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, right? It's weird. But at the same time, I'm like, if this is a fur from, I don't know, the 20s, like... I don't know what was happening then. Maybe and, they did eat all of it. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? But for some reason, even though this 20s fur was on me, I I I personally rejected it. Something about it didn't sit sit with me. Although I thought like my brain was like, oh, it's okay. It's from back in the day. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I guess. Cool. Okay. So final segment. Ooh. So you're such a all right. So that means. <laughs> I was like, what are you about to say about me? <laughs> no, you. So it's either you're such a Miranda, you're such a Carrie, oh. you're such a Samantha, you're oh, such a Charlotte. Jeez. One of the four girls in this episode. For this. This particular episode. episode? Oh, mm-hmm. for, for this episode, I would say, and I'm saying this about myself, you're such a Miranda. I would have done exactly what she did when it mm-hmm. came to like calling out the spanking video just to like not keep it a big old secret for forever and then I probably actually would have been exceedingly pissed that he like left me because of it I would not have ransacked the home (laughs) I would not have done that but uh I feel like the whole way like the I'm about to go to my first um Muay Thai uh, lesson tonight right so what if that happens <laughs> well it'll be my husband holding the bag because he's gonna be there too so. um just remember spatial awareness right you know it's really the most important thing exactly exactly and we live in the same home i know where everything is he doesn't know where anything is so i'm not gonna rant no secret compartments anywhere no no <laughs> i bought the furniture you know like <laughs> cool yeah so you're such a Miranda. Such a Miranda. I think for me, I think I might be a Charlotte this episode. Oh, <laughs> you want to get that good, good from the Hasidic Jew. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, yeah, sometimes you're just in a situation where it's like, I'm going to see where this goes. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go with the flow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and see where this leads. Like, this is interesting. Yeah. You know, just being uninhibited. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's what I really liked about Charlotte in that story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I like that quality. I'm such a Charlotte. That's good. <laughs> Being able to do that, I question too many damn things. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, now I'm with, like, you know, a a, a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a person. A person. Good job. Uh, and so... So so those moments don't happen anymore. Yeah. But when they did used to happen, you know, those were fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in the day. But I like I like the person. Yeah. So all right. Well that's it. Awesome. Uh awesome. Such a good talk. Yeah, this was super fun. We got like some personal there. <laughs> we got personal there for a bit. Yeah. It's good. It is good stuff, you know. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having um, me. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. For this awesome show. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Take care. Well, that's the episode, guys. That was pretty fun. It was a pretty good time. Thanks so much for listening. And I also want to thank a few people who make this show possible. Thanks to John Fredette for the music. Check him out at johnfredette.com. Also, Tiffany Cox. Thank you so much for being on the show. She was a delight. 
uh, Terrence Deutsch, producer, and everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Again, please check us out on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. If you have any thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosinthecity at gmail.com. We really would love to hear from you. Please let me know if you're listening, if you have any reviews, and we may even read some stuff out loud on the podcast. So uh, thanks so much, and we'll catch you next week. Cheers. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.